0: The Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey,
1: this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Book Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode
0: 84. Michael, Michael, what the fuck? What, what is up? Michael, what the fuck is up? What is up? Doing doing all right? I'm, I've been trying to find a new hobby lately.
1: Oh, don't do that. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
1: why would you, been, Why do you need any other hobbies? Watches. Watches are your hobby. Know,
0: it, does it, 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 gets, it gets to me after a while. <laughs> you know it's got to get to you.
1: It can, I suppose. What, what other, like, hobbies are you exploring? Fish punching? We've, we we talked about fish punching last time.
0: <laughs> quite, quite. You know, I've been, I've been reading, I've been reading an awful lot about bird watching lately. I think it I'm gonna... It seems
1: like such a wholesome activity. It right? really,
0: it, it really is. And I've been, I've been spending the week by myself. Uh, my wife is still in Ravello, Italy, and, uh... You know, but I have my companions here, the black capped chickadees <laughs> of the Pacific Northwest and their hey, sweetie calls.
1: <laughs> it's, that's it's fun. That's right. Your wife is out of town. So so what I haven't noticed is whenever the last time that last time my wife was out of town, um, I guess before she was even my wife. But last time Becky was out of town. After about the third day, I became essentially what I would classify as feral, a feral, a feral male spouse. Does, it, has, does that occur? Does that happen to you too, or is that just, is, or, or is the line between civilization and just plurality, which is not a real word, that that fragile for me?
0: I just feel like Henry David Thoreau, like in his, like I don't know, in his cabin or something. <laughs> you know, he made that sound very harrowing. I think the cabin was just like a shed on
1: his on, on his buddy's property. Probably. Yeah. Like I don't think it was. <laughs> Oh man, Mike's gone feral. But now I, I I've always been you know we could you know we should do you know how some watch guys are like oh I wore my Braemont while I went cave diving ca- cave diving in the mountains of you know of Kititunga. Maybe we should try and figure out some way to do that with bird watching. Like oh I spotted uh I spotted a rare albino blue jay while wearing my Seiko five. You know what I mean? Like can we somehow bridge the gap between orology and bird watching?
0: We can. Bird watching has been very relaxing. I'm I'm actually. The other day I was binocular shopping <laughs> which is very exciting.
1: <laughs>
0: it's dude, very dude, exci- it's, two it's exciting,
1: knob, you guys, you heard it here first, all right?
0: <laughs> it's exciting to have an Amazon tab open uh without watches. So are
1: binoculars expensive?
0: No, no. Not not too expensive. Um but speaking of being feral, uh not feral but the other night I was literally eating beans out of a can. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing I needed in the apartment was a fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why didn't why didn't you at least put them into like a like some kind of bean vessel? Or at least or at least, I don't know, like did you cook them? Uh no.
0: Aren't you supposed ugh, no, aren't you supposed to cook those? I just uh I just added some uh some salt and pepper in the can and, uh,
1: yeah. Isn't the, uh, Michael, isn't the liquid they pack that stuff with quite, No, I
0: drained, I drained drain that part. You know, I drained <laughs> them and I rinsed them, but it was all in the can.
1: Because I was uh, going to, I was going to say, if you're just eating beans out of the liquid they were canned, then I'm pretty sure you're going to have a pretty shit <laughs> next couple of days.
0: It's like the pink goo that comes with, like, packaged meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I was... That's like the it's, vegan equivalent. It's
1: protein, <laughs> man. Okay, watch podcast. Watch podcast. We can talk about bird watching all day long. We gotta we gotta frame the episode. Episode yeah. eighty-four. This is actually a really, really cool episode. Really excited to do this. Um doing it in the spirit, in the spirit of the upcoming upcoming season. Um Father's Day is coming up. So Mike, I thought it'd be a lot of fun to do basically, you know, a Father's Day gift guide sort of watch or watch episode. You know, Mike chooses watches, I choose watches. The problem is what I noticed, I noticed this in, like, everywhere else that people would do it. Like, it's like, oh, you know, the, the gift guide for Father's Day or whatever. And it's just, like, you know, for watches, it'll just be, like, like really expensive stuff. Like, not real people. Not real people shit. And so...
0: Yeah, I've seen sites group in, like, $10,000 watches with a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> 23 <a> year. <laughs> What did you? We were texting
1: about that, and you texted me something. If uh you said like if you bought your dad like a ten thousand dollar watch, he'd like he'd like kick you in the teeth or something like that, right? Yeah, he like,
0: absolutely <laughs> would. He absolutely would.
1: My dad would look at it and then never wear it because he's pretty satisfied with his Rolex. And then I would feel like an I'd feel like a, like an asshole, ten thousand dollars short. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but the problem is with these gift giving guides is there's there's <clears throat> unrealistic 100 they're not, they're, not uh, they're very unrealistic but i don't know if this is just particularly like a male thing or what and i I'd super appreciate other folks's input on this it's that receiving a gift as a man is just very very stressful because it's also trying to give a gift for for a dude for a father or whatever is also yeah. very stressful because there's this need to like i need to get this person the best, like the best version of whatever they need. I re- i heard them say they wanted more white shirts. I'm gonna buy them 500 of the finest Egyptian alligator cotton white shirts. <laughs> that money, it's—I'm gonna drop the mic on white shirts. And the thing is, like receiving a gift like that, it's—I don't know. It's just, uh in in terms of the gifts that I like getting, I like getting gifts that are just things that are that are fun, things that are, I would have liked to have bought for myself but either never got the chance to or never just felt comfortable (laughs) doing it like i like the idea of just something being fun you know
0: i like to be left i like to be left alone
1: michael wants to be left alone with his (laughs) birds guys leave (laughs) michael alone with his fucking his fucking black tip jackatees or whatever they're called i have no (laughs) idea what they're fucking i don't don't know shit about birds dude all right i grew Uh, up with i grew up with cockatiels uh four cockatiels they all died because they ate tinfoil and then they just died (laughs) They hit the tin foil that was wrapped around a Hershey's chocolate bar. And I oh, just no. don't. Yeah, dude, life life is relentless. That's the only thing I've learned. Life yeah. is fucking relentless. But um but we thought it would be really, really fun to do basically a Father's Day gift guide. Something for either if you're shopping for your dad, or if your family is just like, Oh, we don't know what to get you, we don't know what to get you, we don't know what to get you. You can just give them this list and be like, just choose something off of here and then surprise me off that. But with the added caveat of I I feel guilty when people spend too much money on me, so these are these are Father's Day, you know, gift ideas essentially for under sixty five dollars, you know, yeah. We've we've done a few episodes of X Y Z watches under sixty five dollars, so we thought it would be uh, you know fun to do this again, you know, Father's Day gift giving guide, watches and accessories or whatever under sixty five bucks. So I chose some stuff. Mike chose some stuff. It's gonna be pretty cool, but we have to. This is a big episode. There are housekeeping items we gotta talk about. Some really, really big fucking things we gotta talk about. We have to do the wrist check as well, right? Yep. Should we jump into it? Should we honor? Should we honor one of the few, one of the few, the few traditions we have on this, on this, on this muddy ass fucking show? Should we do the wrist check
0: for the sake of structure? Yes. For the sake of structure,
1: I had, I had a story I was gonna tell about a dog that lives beneath me, but I think the dog story, the story can wait. The dog story can wait.
0: Is the dog okay?
1: No, the dog's not okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe later.
1: Dog is not the dog is 18 years old. All right. Okay. Dog is not okay. Well the okay, goddamn, I gotta talk about the goddamn dog. I'm so sorry. Okay, you I'll can do it. You can do super it. Super quick. So um the person that lives beneath me, they have a dog. Dog is eighteen years old. What's it? Uh, one he, human year is like seven do- dog years. So the, the dog is 126 years old. It's basically a Civil War veteran as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah. The dog's name is Tucker.
1: Okay. Now, Tucker lives in the second story. And so it's really difficult for him to get up and down the stairs. Because as we've discussed, he's basically a Civil War veteran. Okay. Tucker's such a sweet dog. He's this big just barrel of fur. And he's very old. And his tail's always wagging. And it always kind of looks like he got into a fight. But he's still pretty happy. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. an old fucking dog. <clears throat> His owner is so mean to him. Aww. I do not... I know. I, I hear her yelling at him all the time. Tucker. Tucker, I'm tired. I want to go back upstairs. I'm pretty sure Tucker's <laughs> fucking tired too, lady. He's 126. You'd be fucking winded if you were 126 as well. All right? So uh. I, I I don't know what she does. Um, But she'll just like leave sometimes. And I can just hear the dog crying oh. <laughs> through the floor i told you life's relentless man life is just, yeah life is one blow after the other man so <sighs> i'm hearing the dog you hear if you hear a whimpering world war ii civil war dog in the background it's tucker that's tucker wailing wailing for sweet death to give him release
0: tucker needs a a nice uh 20 something year old chihuahua or whatever in, do, in, in dog years, <laughs> not dog human years. years. <laughs>
1: Tucker, Tucker needs to be taken care of, man. Guy's definitely yeah. a trooper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I got distracted. Let's do the wrist check. I've been talking way too much. I'll have to find my inhaler. Um, What are you wearing? Because actually, we didn't... I, I don't think we've been, I mean, You probably have a idea of what I'm wearing, but I don't think we've... What, what are you wearing?
0: I wanted to pick something uh, that was mm, like a dad watch. Okay, you know? that that's smart. Maybe this is this is maybe on the higher end than what my dad would be okay with, even though to us it's like oh it's a it's a budget friendly watch um <clears throat> but this is the raven trekker rt7 ooh it's
1: uh, a good one
0: yeah, yeah I have it on a army green blue shark NATO strap
1: um that's the black case raven right the the black one
0: yeah yeah and i think that's cool i I don't know if it was on instagram or something else but we um we brought it up on another show and steve the owner of raven watches said that the best strap to pair this trekker with was like an army green nato so uh after i think it was when we recorded with him
1: i think yeah that was that was when um steve was a guest on the show i think
0: yeah yeah he's like he said get a get a an army green NATO strap for that watch. And I did like, I think I bought it after we hung up with him. (laughs) So (laughs) um, That's what I'm wearing. A 40 millimeter dive watch, no date, black uh, DLC coating, 20 millimeter lugs, time only, Miyota 9015. Um, It's awesome. I mean, it's so cool. I just think uh, this is out of the price range that we're talking about today for for Father's Day watches, but I feel like if I ever wanted to splurge on my dad, um, I might get him a Raven. I can know? totally
1: see that. So you have it on a NATO. Did you, because I have, um, I had the venture in for uh, for review. That thing is not, in my opinion, is not necessarily very NATO friendly. No. How do you feel the Trekker? Is the Trekker particularly NATO-friendly? Because it came with a bracelet, right?
0: The Trekker is very NATO-friendly. Oh, cool. Uh, the, the bracelet still has the blue sticky plastic on wow, it.
1: Wow, you, you never even like attempted to wear that thing. 100%. <laughs>
0: the first thing I did was take it off the bracelet because um, I don't enjoy watches that are all black. Like Maybe like uh, something along the lines of a Panerai.
1: Mm-hmm. you know if like
0: like those black Panerai's eyes that come with the black rubber that's pretty cool right um you know but I just don't like that look uh a lot of the time so I immediately put it on a gray nato and like the gray and black is kind of boring but on the green it just really pops well so, there's something
1: there's something like very um functionally pleasing about a black watch on like a on like a like a, like an army green nato
0: you know what i mean yeah, it's like yeah. you're.
1: It's like you're ready for action. I feel like. Yeah,
0: and as as Steve mentioned on on that episode, I think he took the Black Trekker to South Korea, and it was the only thing, the only watch that he had the whole time, and it was on a uh, a green NATO. That's so awesome. That's definitely cool. a very cool look. If you guys have, uh, you know, black cased watches that you're kind of bored with try putting it on a a green strap. You can totally transform the look. I mean, you can transform the look of any watch when you change the strap, but, uh, with a black case and a green strap, it just looks really cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I told, I I keep forgetting you have that watch too. That thing is so cool.
0: Yeah. I really enjoy it. And honestly with, you know, with the venture, he kind of, I feel with the venture, he reached a completely different level of quality. Um, I actually would not remove the bracelet on that watch because I think it's of a very, very nice quality.
1: Oh, yeah. The only reason I took the bracelet off that watch for a bit is because mine came with a rubber strap. So I wanted to try Mm -hmm. the rubber strap on there for a little while. Yeah. Um, Okay. and, And it came with like a leather NATO... But the, but the, but like I said before, in my opinion, it wasn't super um, NATO friendly, which I called out in their, in, in their review. But so I put it back on the bracelet. But as a whole package, it was, it was pretty killer. I think he still has some left. He just, uh, I think he just opened up the Endeavors, the Raven Endeavors for pre order. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think he still has some ventures left, but that's super cool. That, and that, and that, I, I think you're totally right. I think that's a really, I should have worn like, like something I would constitute as a good like father's day gift watch but like i like you know i didn't because i'm stupid so
0: i've i've looked at the venture for example and thought about sending one to my dad like just buying him one and sending it because i feel he would really enjoy it but it's you know do you you find you gotta set some cash aside do you you think he would find the watch too large perhaps
1: because he because he doesn't normally because he he normally wears like um you told me once i forgot i forgot what your dad normally wears it's a quartz watch right
0: yeah, he usually wears a Casio uh DW one of the D, the square case DW 7600 right. or 7500 whatever it's called. Um and when he likes to dress up, he has an old Citizen Eagle. Is it the Eagle 7, the competitor to the Seiko 5?
1: Oh, I
0: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
1: yeah, no, I I know you're talking about. Those are pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he also, you know, my sister got him a watch for his birthday not long ago and it's, she met well and he, he wears the watch all the time when he like dresses up or not really dresses up, but goes to dinner or something. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's a Michael Kors, you know, and okay, whatever he, he enjoys it. It's, it's sporty. It's got, it actually has a pretty nice, uh, mesh steel bracelet. Is it is, is,
1: is it is it is it sporty or is it like is it like dressy blingy?
0: It's sporty. It's not blingy okay. in any way. It's not polished or anything. Um but you know, he enjoys it. it. It is a larger watch. I would say maybe 40 44 or something. Okay. You know. Um I think I feel like he would enjoy the the venture, you know. There's I like see, a, I
1: can see the venture going really well I think I'll see the trekker just going really well too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I think those watches have a nice nice dad quality, you know? Straight up. Oh, where did yeah. it go? I
1: oh here it is. Okay. Hold on. I have to use my inhaler. This Shit. is a beer this is a beer episode. Michael and I were discussing discussing the episode and just the week before and I'm like, dude, I'm not drinking coffee in this episode. I'm drinking beer. Alright. So and for some reason <laughs> for some reason my
0: throat closes up when I drink beer. Whatever okay. that means. Usually not a good sign.
1: Eh, you only live twice or whatever, right? <laughs> Becky hates Ugh. when I say that. Like, <laughs> I always say that, like before, like I talk about some like horrible shit that I'm about to do. Like, oh, I'm about to drink bleach. I only left twice, you know. <laughs> Puts up with a lot. Chick's a trooper. Chick is a trooper, man. I'll give you that. You know. Uh, should I go?
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: So this is a special wrist check. Um, this wrist check has made possible. I'm gonna and I have permission to to shout out to uh to listener. You know, I really should, I really should like email you guys and ask you to phonetically spell out your usernames before I try and say them on air, but whatever, here we go. Uh, shout out to mm, Polo Roots, Polo Roots, Polo Roots, Polo Roots.
0: Sounds right. <laughs> P- Sounds P- like a, like a Russian satellite.
1: A little bit, right? Dude, are you a Russian satellite? It would explain <laughs> a lot. P-O-L-O-R-U-T-Z. Shout out to Polo Roots, mm, Whatever. Um, he made this wrist check possible. Uh, I mentioned a few episodes ago that there was a watch I was thinking about adding to the collection, and he was just super kind enough to take it upon himself to be like, all right, let's just send that watch to cast So this wrist check is possible because of him. I am wearing uh, the very, very cool, as cool as I anticipated it to be, uh, Orient Neo 70s WV0071SE 38mm radio-controlled... Um, Uh, solar course
0: watch that's the time only one
1: it's the time only one this thing is so killer. it's a faceted crystal i think it's 38 millimeters um radio control time the weirdest part about this watch and i think i have an idea of why this is the first time i've ever had um a a radio like satellite watch or whatever the crown is screwed down i suspect the crown screws down because Mm -hmm. it doesn't actually do anything it will, it will do something if I pull it out. If I pull it out, the watch will just have a the watch will panic like 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 water on ants. It'll just it'll just scatter. It won't have any idea what's going on if I pull the crown out. So I suspect that's why the crown screws down. But my favorite part of this watch is probably the crystal. It's a faceted crystal, so it's it's super old school, which is um an inherent quality of the Neo Seventies <laughs> uh, Orient series. So um uh, obviously, as you guys know or maybe don't know. Orient Neo 70s, um, that's part of the collection that the Orient Christmas Chrono that I wear a lot as is, is part of, and it's the idea of um, Orient putting out these watches which have an aspect of what it would classify as a vintage watch, but in a really kind of fun and, and you know refreshing way. And um, very popular in that line of Neo 70s pieces are those uh, solar quartz chronographs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those things are really killer, but um, also less seen are these radio controlled uh radio controlled uh, watches so it's the idea of the watch linking up with satellites to to measure to be accurate on you know atomic time right that's basically the headline yeah so the weird thing about this watch is um out of 20 times i tried to get it to sync with the satellite it worked once but it might have been a false positive (laughs) I don't know. Um, someone had DM'd me uh, on Instagram and let me know that it's probably not going to work satellite time-wise because it's a JDM watch. So it might only work if I'm in Japan. Really? What do you think of that? Does that sound like malarkey or do you think maybe it will work if I'm in like an airport? Because someone else said that to me as well. Like, oh, I have a world time watch. It didn't work in my home, but... It works when I'm at the airport or whatever, cause like, cause it's easier to access satellites or whatever. Like, what is what is? Uh, Michael, I'm asking you because as a as a as a bird watching satelliteologist, I assume you have the answer uh, to this question.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's an issue with it being JDM. The GPS okay. constellation is comprised of 24 satellites. Um, that surround the
1: world. It's not like it's, just, it's, not, it's not like you can just isolate four satellites above Japan.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, you should have an okay time. I've heard that you have to be in very specific spots. Have you been trying to do it inside your apartment?
1: Inside my apartment in the town that I live in. And the town that I live in is basically... I'm surrounded by... Hold on, sneeze. Oh shit. Uh, <sighs> fuck. Damn it! it I'm is. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I try. I try. The inhaler is causing is causing me to sneeze. I'm a wreck. This episode, guys. Just so you're aware, uh, I just wanted to be very clear that that I'm a, that I'm a goddamn wreck right
0: now.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Tough yeah. work week. I'm not really Y'all eating. Good. I'm never good, Michael. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll talk. i to correct something I said last week. I'll talk about it later. But um, where I live in Celebration, Florida, it's all like wildlife preserve, and so the town like doesn't want cell phone towers or any of that bullshit. So my phone like just doesn't work here. So um, I assume potentially also maybe the satellite time watch wouldn't have the best time here as well. Um, uh, what I want, I might be going to downtown Orlando uh, this weekend. So while I'm there, I might. Bring this watch and give it a couple. See if I can't get it to link up with the satellites. You know, mm-hmm. but um, the watch is is so cool. The machining on the case is actually much better than I thought it was gonna be. The bracelet
0: is actually pretty cool.
1: I mean, you know, usually we've talked about orient skipping on the bracelets um <clears throat> at the at the to like save money for the for the end users and everything like that. But this is pretty right. cool. Um, it's the same style bracelet. Um, the same sort of I guess oyster ish style bracelet that the um, Christmas Chrono has. I love the markers on here. Overall, when I first put the watch on, I was... I. It feels dramatic to say I got goosebumps, but I definitely felt the stars and planets aligned, because I, I had it on my wrist, and my first thought was, holy shit, I could just wear this watch forever. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm afraid to put too much credence into that, because it might just be the honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, So. <laughs>
0: I, I would test it out a little bit more. I would try it, you know, take it to the parks, for example, uh, outside, um, you know, <clears throat> because some people have issue when they test it indoors. So if that's okay. the only spot you've been testing it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the only I've
0: only I've <clears throat> only tried it indoors. Yeah. Um, But no, that should not be affected by the fact that it's a JDM watch. Okay. I not think so. I'll
1: try it out yeah. in the wild. I'll try it over in downtown. I'll try it over in the parks next time I'm over there <clears throat> and I'll report back. But, but otherwise I'm looking forward to really, to, to doing this review again, huge shout out to Polo Roots. I'm, I'm fucking super sorry if I'm butchering your name, dude. Um incredibly kind. Russian he's, satellite. <laughs> he's got to be a Russian satellite. Why can't you link up to my watch Polo Roots? A lot of a satellites,
0: satellite? by the way, I'm wrong since I guess since I left school The constellation has grown. It's thirty-three satellites. There's no excuse then. The the watch (laughs) should
1: connect. Should connect with the space machines, right?
0: Can can I start the omnipresent space machines? We
1: start calling satellites space machines. I think that's (laughs) perfect. We need to call satellites space machines. We need to birdwatch, Michael. All right. Can we? Can we? Can we switch gears and just do a foul-mouthed birdwatching podcast? I think it would be a hit. I think it would be incredible. We can test
0: it with a Patreon episode.
1: <laughs> oh no. Should we do a forty-five minute Patreon episode about bird watching, but in the style of two broke watch knobs, just two foul mouthed 30 somethings talking about
0: dicks and birds, not there in are, the same room? You know what I mean? There are a lot of there there's great avian biodiversity in Central <laughs> Florida. <laughs>
1: Oh, dude, uh, you have no idea. Like, I hang out on my balcony because I, I I work from home, so I'm on my balcony a lot. I see all kinds of birds. The most yeah. prevalent bird that I do see is the turkey vulture, though.
0: Yeah, those those are harbingers they're, they're, of death. Yeah, their presence is not as pleasant.
1: <laughs> I think they're beautiful. I, I think vultures are really really cool. They, they serve an excellent purpose, and the thing is, you don't realize you don't realize how big a vulture is until it starts doing shit. Because they yeah. tuck in, they tuck in so small. You know what I mean? Also, my vulture, my
0: favorite vultures are the ones at the very end of Splash Mountain.
1: I was I was gonna say the uh, every time I see vultures I think of of the um, the Jungle Book ending of the Jungle Book. Mm. Those vultures at the end just talking shit, waiting for Mowgli the, to die. You know yeah, I mean? those are
0: those are funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, man. But yeah, I'm wearing this watch, Orient Neo Seventies JDM WV 71 SE. Um, the the three hander cousin to the Orient Christmas Chrono um, of Tubog Washnobs fame. You have no idea, also Michael, how proud I am that there are Google searches occurring for Orient Christmas Chrono. It's that all makes you, man. Me, that makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, really excited doing a review on this. Again, huge shout out to Polo Roots, uh, Polo Polo mm, Pol, Polar Roots, Polar Uts. Pol- mm. <clears throat> huge shout out to Polaroids thank you so much man incredibly kind of you this wrist check was possible because of you the review will be possible because of you And you are basically in my book an orological badass Yep. you know what I'm saying Um, I'm looking at our agenda there's a lot of shit we gotta talk about man
0: we should probably it- stop talking about birds and satellites mm, no
1: <laughs> I, think we need to- I think we need to start an Angels and Airways cover band called Birds and Satellites can we make
0: <laughs> and open for them?
1: And open for them. And and <laughs> and we need to change our names. Okay, you need to be Dom Talong, all right. And then who, who can I be? I, I don't know. I don't. I literally don't know any of the other guys' names.
0: <laughs> I think it's two guys now. I think everybody quit.
1: <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> I think it's him
0: and one other dude.
1: <laughs> Walk out. Aliens may or may not exist, guys. Just throwing it out there. All right. <laughs> But yeah, um. So here's the. Should we talk about the big thing? Should we talk about world travel?
0: Yeah, it's a good time.
1: Watch family. Two broke watch knobs. Watch family. Michael and I are going to Hong Kong. We yep. have decided. We have made the decision. Um. It's now a matter of planning, of getting logistics ironed out, of figuring out, you know, how to get the money together and and pay for everything. But we have decided to go to Hong Kong. Uh, for the Hong Kong Watch and Clock exhibition or whatever the hell it's called. Really, really interesting. I think it's going to be super fascinating to cover that for you guys. Just just give some background on the fair, that sort of fair, that convention, the Hong Kong Watch and Clock show, that's basically um, an a, a really large avenue for micro brands to source manufacturing fulfillment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: case makers, uh, da, uh, movements, Miyota is going to be there. Eterna is going to be there. I don't know any micro that use Eterna, but whatever. You know what I mean? Case manufacturers, everything from just like specific little parts to the mm-hmm. like places that'll build the entire watch for you. It's yeah. also just a whole bunch of other shit as well. It's huge. It's over four days. Um, Michael and I are going to register as uh, press bloggers. We're going to go there. It's going to be really intense. There's two facets of the Hong Kong trip. The first facet is that, us covering the Hong Kong Watch and Clock Fair. Um, just to, just, just to, just to cover something that other folks don't cover, and something that I think will just actually be more valuable for offering education and insight into urology. I don't like the idea of being how, how, how can I phrase it like a like a couch watch collector. I get I get I get all of my decisions made for me by what I see on Instagram and blah 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 and that's it. Like like no like I like I love the idea of people being informed. That's why I love when people email us, I love when people ask us our, our opinions on things. I love them. I just that just shows me like okay good there is hope. There's hope for us guys you know what yeah. I mean there's hope yeah. for y'all as, as as all of us as, as watch collectors and everything like that so that's why I love the idea of going to the Hong Kong and Clock Fair it's going to be really interesting um we have to we have to originally I didn't want to register as anything I wanted to just show up but we have to register as press uh bloggers otherwise I think they'll stall our hands off if we try taking pictures
0: so I hear so I hear <laughs> <laughs> the
1: sigh of resignation so I hear but um there's two facets the first facet is that the hong kong washington clock show the other facet is just michael and i in hong kong um just to give you guys the experience of just our experience of being there you know um we're gonna try and check out some watch joints because i know there's lots of boutiques there we're all just gonna just hang out and just explore the place um at that point in time i believe uh the youtube channel will be up so we'll be doing video content um be live streaming a lot be doing stuff for the website it's basically going to be us busting our asses over there for you guys because you guys are the ones that essentially sent us over there you know what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah i think we should get matching richard meals Uh, i believe there is a boutique in hong kong it's uh it's a hot area for that brand. The only
1: way, the only way I'm gonna go into that boutique and walk out with the Richard meal on my wrist is if every single person in that boutique accepts blowjobs as a form of payment. That's <laughs> the only way it's gonna happen. God. There's no there's oh no, no other I'm gonna walk out with a sore jaw and an empty wallet. I'll, I'll have walked in with an empty wallet and a healthy jaw. That's the only way I'm going to afford a Richard Meal. <laughs> if I could drop $200,000 on a watch, Michael, I would have knocked out my student debt a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> Just to clarify <laughs> my current financial status as yeah. a broke watch knob.
0: I, I, I pictured the brand releasing a signature watch for you called the Richard Meal <laughs> Student Debt.
1: Can we call it the Richard, the, 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 the Richard Meal Big Blowbang? Can we do that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> might get some pushback.
1: No no, 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 no. I think I think they're going to go for it. I think if they recognize that there's a segment of the market of just 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 old filthy-minded men who would be super into the idea, I think they'd be down for it, dude. <laughs> I'm going to send I'm going to send dickmill.com an email right now. Right fucking now. Actually, yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't I can't access the internet while I record because I'm on a I'm on a $200 laptop and it sounds my, my $200 laptop literally sounds like it has mulch in it.
0: I'm sorry. Eh, it is what it is,
1: man. But yeah, no, we could, you know, instead of matching Richard meals um um at the cost of bloges, I think maybe we should get matching Steiko tattoos. I really I've brought this up before. Now, my wife will be in Hong Kong with us, mm-hmm. so she'll be able to hit me immediately after I get the tattoo because she I brought it up to her and she did she did the she did the spouse thing. The spouse slash like parental thing, like you can do it if you want, but I don't think it's a good idea, which is just a long way of saying no. <laughs> that's just that's just a forty-seven word answer for the one word no. You know what I mean? So yeah, but maybe in the spirit of the moment, she'll be like, "Yeah, sacred tattoos are awesome." I mean, I, I incredibly doubt it, but I don't know. What do you think? What do you think we should do? I mean, do you want it like like uh, on my face? On yeah, like Mike Tyson, uh, right across. Right across my, my 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 mastoid muscle, or whatever the fuck it's called, like that's sh- like on my face,
0: on like my a face. gang, like a gang teardrop tattoo. <laughs> but it's a seiko wave instead of a teardrop. I need us to a be in the seiko one. crypts,
1: okay? It's the seiko Crips and the orient and the orient bloods. All right, dude. The factions have <laughs> been at war for years. You get some folks who kind of float in the middle just to get by, just so they can drive to work and not get hassled. You know what I mean? <laughs> but i'm talking lines let's draw lines dude i'm talking crazy guys i'm sorry i'm like two beers in this is a good episode it's a beer episode
0: whatever we decide it will be live streamed it will be live streamed we
1: can we're gonna live stream my my hong kong colonoscopy guys it's gonna be <laughs> metal mad metal mastodon blasting in the back it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool guys um but no i'm sorry i guess got super distracted by 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 richard meals and blow but <clears throat> it's a family show okay let's keep it clean michael yeah. It's a family. It's a family show. Good idea. I'm amazed. People tell me, like, oh, yeah, I listen to my show. I listen to your show with my kids. Dude, you no, you should not. <laughs> I, I don't even tell my parents I do this show. My family will never know I do this show, and that's okay. Don't listen to this show with your kids, guys. It's messed up. It's wrong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your kids are Patreon uh, contributors, and that's, that's awesome. That's totally fine. That's that, yeah. That's
0: cool. Right, good, good, yeah. good for you on for on you. having some successful kids that can support an internet <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the two facets of the Hong Kong trip: us covering the Hong Kong Watch and Clock Fair, in addition to us um, just sharing our experience being over there in regards to just generally just traveling and also just sort of the watch scene you know what i mean it's going to be interesting um we're going to try and catch up with some people while we're there Uh, brands or just other collectors or folks you know we're talking to people sending out emails or kind of coordinating stuff but um the the big thing is that we're we're going and we're going because of you guys so um huge thank you to everyone that's made that possible you know just um, mainly through, like, the, the, the Patreon, uh, uh, contributions. I mean, that's just been super, super huge. So, thank you. Keep an eye out for more details. Um, we'll be talking about this more and more, but I just wanted to dedicate a few minutes to just letting everyone know that that is happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what is the next item I have here? Oh, yes. If you have not entered yet the Notice Watches giveaway, you should do so. Notice Watch giveaway will be open until the 16th of June. Um, so the guys from Notice Watches were super kind enough to work with us to honor our 5,000 follower Instagram giveaway milestone. They donated, or they, they submitted technically, um, the Notice Trieste for review. I reviewed it, it's on the site, and they basically said, that's awesome. You, can guys, you guys can give the watch away to your listeners for your 5,000 follower giveaway. And all you have to do to enter is go Check out their review and leave a comment. I mean, ideally leave a thoughtful comment. Um, I would really refrain from one-word comments, although a couple of you guys have jokes. A couple of you guys have jokes. No, I made the joke last episode, like, oh, don't just write gnarly or something like that. And I think I had two people say the word gnarly. (laughs) I
0: I see it right now. (laughs) You guys got jokes, man. Fans with fans like these. I see you, John. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
1: john what up john that's awesome man but um go check out the review leave a comment we already have a lot more entries than i expected which is, is really good but what i love about the comments you guys are leaving is it's not just like oh, this is super positive, positive, positive. It's like, oh, I like this, but I'm not necessarily sold on XYZ. That's awesome. Those are Mm -hmm. thoughtful comments. Those are the types of comments that make a community just super welcoming for everyone. And that can just make it, that also just is the first step in making it feel like a place that you help build. Because that's the thing, like I've always felt weird about commenting on other websites because I felt like an interloper. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interloping watch noob, you know? Mm -hmm. But I like the idea of slowly growing your book watch knob site to just be a home for you guys whether you're an old school listener or a new school listener or if you're just if you're indifferent you think we're just just idiots which is entirely possible um i want the website to be welcoming so i love the comments that are up there totally keep it up um also just to reiterate uh each comment has to be manually approved by me so if you leave a comment and you don't see it automatically pop up give it like 24 hours um i had some people leave a comment and then like basically just be like oh i haven't seen my comment um, I was probably in the bathroom or, or or eating dinner or talking with my wife. I'm not too sure. So I didn't get the chance to immediately approve <laughs> immediately approve the comment. So if you do write a comment, don't freak out. Give it up to 24 hours. Um, I basically check it every hour and just I read comments and approve. Um, I've already seen some double comments, which I delete. I can tell, guys. Sorry. Um, so that's the process. Really appreciate uh, working with the notice guys. Yeah. Um, Really appreciate every single one of you guys making the 5,000 follower giveaway happen, and uh, I need to move on because I'm looking at the time because we have a lot to talk about for the Father's Day gift guide. Is there anything else though I need to talk about before we get to that, or are we good? <clears throat> I think we can start. Let's start. I've been talking. I've been talking an enormous amount of time, and you are incredibly patient. The patience. The patience of mute Gandhi. I will let you go first. In the <laughs> in the the frame of this episode, the idea of, of, of Father's Day, the Father's Day or logical gift guide for under sixty five dollars for real people. Not not hooker killing jet setters, real people, correct?
0: Yeah. I mean if-, if you can buy your dad a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle twenty three year, um, good for you.
1: You can send it. Uh, 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 you can send it to TBWS headquarters. At uh, I have no idea where our actual address is, but either way, either way, I will. I will hand the mic off to you. You chose some items. I chose some items. This is a format we've done before. We go back and forth. I'm actually really interested to hear what you chose because you said you chose stuff this episode that you've never, I guess, talked about or you've never like really brought up too much
0: before in the past. Yeah, because we we've used the sixty five dollar benchmark. Several times on yeah show.
1: definitely a few times yeah
0: when, and when we're talking about vintage, it can be easy um, if we're doing a gift cut it can be a little bit harder um, but I wanted to find watches that we've never talked about before. I found watches from brands that we have discussed, even collections that we've talked about before okay but um you know it, it it's stuff that has never come on the show yet
2: <clears throat> um,
0: okay. So the first thing I want to start with is a kind of like I think it's a weird watch for the brand, but it's very attractive. It's very masculine. It's affordable. Uh, it's useful. And I, I would personally buy this for my dad and I think he would enjoy it. Okay. I, that's that's a, that's another kind of um, guide I tried to use for this. This whole episode. I, I wanted to find stuff that my dad would personally enjoy. I don't know if you tried to do that as well. But um It's impossible for me for me to buy a watch, from my dad. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can't well, I
1: can't buy my parents gifts because they have everything that they already want, so I usually <laughs> just get them cards for like days. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. My dad my dad is kind of um you know, he's he's the kind of dude that collected Camaros in his twenties and Uh, took engines apart and rebuilt them and is way cooler than us. Yeah. Yeah. than I'll ever be. Um, (laughs) He like, he used to race boats and motocross and uh, dude, it's wild. But anyway, uh, this, I saw this watch and I just thought of my dad and it's, it's part of the Timex expedition series, but it's something that I don't think people look at very often. It's Timex expedition uplander. Huh. Um, Okay. And I never heard about this sub collection within the Timex Expedition series, and it's basically a, uh, it's a black cased dive watch with a rubber strap, quartz movement, like on any Timex Expedition, but it just has a really cool look to it. It has a touch of orange on that part of the bezel from twelve. Right. Three. I'm looking at it. Um, and right now it's pretty 40, cool it's 49.98 on uh amazon and you know it's just a straightforward um dive watch yeah and, and you know one thing that kind of sucks when you're shopping in this price range for dive style watches with timex a lot of times you'll find watches with dive bezels that don't rotate it's very right. strange uh like the markings are just there and they don't do anything, but this one, to my knowledge, it does rotate. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Um, the rubber strap looks really nice. Um, my dad wears a Casio every single day to work. Um, and I, I, I kind of feel that this would be a nice watch for him to have, you know, on the weekends. He does a lot of work at home, um, on the weekends. He's, (laughs) it's funny. He got, he got a pool, uh, put into the, the backyard when I was like twelve years old. Okay. And he's been so proud of that pool even to this day. And he babies the hell out of that thing. He he takes he takes like pH balance like right. measurements and gets the right chlorine and he cleans it every weekend, I think. Um so I, I kind of picture this as being a nice weekend watch for him when he's Going to the beach or doing stuff around the house—it's just—it's just fun, you know. And, and when you think Timex, you know they have the Archive series now that's really popular. Yeah. Um, with the Navi Harbor and the old military style watches, and this one is kind of different. Um, it's an expedition, but it's not really a field watch. It's more of a dive watch.
1: Right. It's not one you normally see. It. So it's funny. I, I I chose a part of the Timex line as well. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah. But I like this watch a lot because it's. You can, just like you said, you can throw it on. You don't have to worry about necessarily ding it up or anything like that. It's very much a watch that you can use, and you're either like washing a boat, or you can, gardening, or you can working in the garage or whatever. Yeah. If it gets dirty or if it gets dinged up, it's totally cool. It'll wear it just fine. It, it it's. I think this is actually a really really smart choice. Yes. And it's, got, oh, it's
0: oh, got. How big is this? Is this? Uh, let's see. Let's see, this thing is. 45 millimeters so okay. like a like a beefy freaking beefy dive watch yeah that's <laughs> but awesome. it's 11 it's 11 millimeters thick so it's not that thick quartz movement uh 22 millimeter straps so if you right. ever wanted to change it that's not a problem um and I think this thing will run for life pretty much and it's you know it looks different it's not something I'd expect to see from timex which is popular for Stuff from the archive series. Now they're doing a lot of right with Todd the, weekend, Snyder, the, the Weekender. The Weekender will always yeah, be popular. Yeah, or the Easy Reader. I, I yeah. found some. I found some of those. Um, I forgot the name of the collection, but I, I found some similar stuff to the Weekender that comes with a bracelet. But you know, my dad personally has uh, some dressier, smaller watches, so I thought this would be fun. That's fun awesome. Pick. And yeah, fifty bucks on Amazon right now.
1: That's so cool. That's, and that, I think that's definitely an interesting aspect of the way you just ended it. It's the idea of um, they have a lot of XYZ watches. Maybe something like this would be cool to like mm-hmm. fill in the gap. Like you don't have to worry about taking off this watch when you go and, and, and you know, whether you're working outside or whether you're hanging out or if you're hiking or anything like that, you know what I mean? You can still have a watch on, you don't have to necessarily rely on your phone, especially if you're used to wearing a watch all the time. So I, I think that's actually a
0: super cool choice. Yeah. Cause my dad is he's, I think he's the only person I've ever met that has destroyed G-Shocks. How is that possible? <laughs> so he works, he, he's part of, He's part of the last existing body of American manufacturing and he, he makes he makes stormproof louver windows. Right. I he works he works with a lot of industrial press machines from the 50s that he bought for like a song in the 90s. Uh <laughs> I used to work on those things when I was younger, but you basically hit the pedal with your foot and that thing comes smashing down and it bends aluminum in a certain way, but you feel this massive impact uh in your wrist. Jesus. <laughs> you know. And it was fun to do that when when I was like a teenager. Um but I can dude, doing that all day week after week, I I'm I'm not surprised that he fucking eats through G-shock, you know. <laughs> And he's also, like, slicing through aluminum with, like, a bandsaw. And, yeah. So I, I'm, his work watches, they they come and go. So I feel like this would be a nice, you know, relaxing weekend watch, you know, sitting yeah. by the pool or going to the beach or whatever. It, 50, it, it, it's 50 50 bucks. 50 bucks yeah. ain't bad, you know? 50 bucks. So uh, what was your first? So the first one I want to talk about, there's
1: two facets to this. Um, the first one is that... Um, this is a this is a brand that I feel like people um are very, very quick to sort of like throw shit on. Um but I'm trying to I chose this watch to specifically try and tempt folks to look at it objectively for, for, for what it is. The second facet of it is um I I, I I made the joke earlier about not trying to like figure out, you know, what would be good for my for my dad or whatever, but um hold on, my audio is spiking crazily. Eh, whatever. I'll fucking just wing it. <laughs> I'm gonna back up a little bit. It's all, it's all these all these inhaler puffs I'm doing. Inhaler puffs. Um I made the joke before that, you know, my oh, I you know, I don't buy anything for my dad, but with this first watch, I was like, okay, but what if someone else's dad is like my dad? And they're very particular about what they like, you know what I mean? And so I was thinking, like, what would be a really, really just good everyday watch that had aesthetics that were basically timeless and classic. Um, ideally I would want something like this. If you're, if you're like me and you really need your father's aff- affection and love, like I do, which I'll never get, cause it's fine. Um, you want to try and do something special. So like, okay, let's maybe like get like an automatic watch to like talk about like the movement and everything like that. And what made the most sense and what was super logical and I'm going to duck now so I can dodge y'all's fruit as you throw it at me. Um I looked at the Invicta Pro Divers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh why not? specifically, why not, dude? I mean, now 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 before you before you turn the show off, guys. I just need your attention. Educated consumers are consumers that make decisions based off of the facts as they analyze them, not necessarily how other people, you know, feed it to them So looking objectively at the Invicta Pro Diver, specifically the model I'm looking at right now on Amazon 60 bucks, six zero dollars, it's the model reference number 8926 So, um, it's basically like a 40 millimeter sort of sub homage, but the bezel on here looks like looks like a newer, almost like Seamaster bezel, like the grip, I think. And I think the reference numbers denote which bezel it is uh, on this one that I'm looking at. But it's black dial. It's super classic. I mean, you do, you can't get any more classic and but still nice than, you know, basically this, this Submariner design. But just bearing in mind also, this is a $60 um, dive watch, 200 meters, automatic, not just any automatic. This is a $60 watch with um, an NH35 in it that's oh huh. that's, that's 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 a little insane yeah invicta has nh35s in i didn't these i didn't watches. know
0: they i didn't know they used those
1: yeah i i heard a long time ago and like i didn't like think anything of it but then i was doing research for the show and i'm just like holy shit wait a second i can pay 60 bucks and get a automatic dive watch a, 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 a fairly nice looking sub homage 40 millimeter screw down crown with an and h35 and they have their own like invicta rotor on there so it's like yellow and all and and it's like an exhibition case back so and the packaging for the watch is nice so in terms of a father's day gift if you're looking for something that you you're maybe trying to find something for some for someone that's picky or you recognize maybe um they wouldn't mind having a potentially nice or everyday sort of automatic watch but you don't want them to necessarily feel weird that you spend too much money or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you want to buy something that has a fairly well-known name. The Invicta Pro Diver just makes so much sense. I mean, this thing is just so cool, you know?
0: This is really cool because obviously they're accused of <clears throat> making nothing but sub uh, knockoffs. Mm-hmm. But this is – it It looks like a sub and a Seamaster 300 had a baby. You see the, what I'm the, saying, right? The bezel even has those waves on yeah. the edge. Yeah, huh? I think it kind of it kind of looks like its own thing for Invicta. I, I, I think it's super cool.
1: I mean, and the thing is, if you also looking at it objectively, if your only reason for hating Invicta is because it hates because because they do because they do quote unquote homages, then you, you should know. hate. Basically, sorry, I burped real loud. I hope the mic didn't pick that up. I've been <laughs> I've been eating peanuts and drinking Corona. Because that's the type of week it's been so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, If you don't like this watch or if you don't like Invicta because it's a quote-unquote homage or Rolex knockoff, you should basically hate 99% of micro brands. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. talked about this on the show. There's only a very small majority of micro brands who are doing something um unique and and authentic and we we try and call those folks out and like and just shed light on them because they're doing good work the other majority of those micro brands they're basically just doing homages and i'm not saying that in necessarily like a disparaging or like a derogatory way it's just that's just the nature of um of overseas manufacturing you you know when they're making watches they have to work with the constraints of manufacturers yeah. the other thing i wanted to talk about also is the other sort of um i'll have to fix my microphone i am a wreck i am a wreck right now michael
0: you're <sighs> all good man it's okay <sighs> i'm
1: so hungry the other thing about this watch also that i hear people talking about is like oh how can it be a good watch it's the 60 dollars automatic watch it's probably crummy quality probably like really you know bad machining blah, blah blah so on and so forth the reality of any product marketing sort of venture is that you will have products that don't stand up to qc standards They'll get through, people will get them and they'll get returned. That's true for anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. My justification <laughs> for being okay with this Invicta Pro Diver 8926, for being okay with this watch at 60 bucks for an NH35 automatic is because it's probably that cheap because they're buying the parts and manufacturing in a huge quantity. You know what I mean? Yeah. For these similar specs, a micro brand will potentially charge you between three and six hundred bucks because they're only buying two or three hundred units. If a is buying 200,000 or, 200, or 300,000 units, it's not going to cost them as much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's always been my, my take on it, so um, I think in terms of like a Father's Day gift for the emotionally crippled son, which is what I am, this is definitely an option. Um, in terms of the boxes that it takes it's still really really cool it's a name that people know it's on amazon it's 60 bucks i think this thing is super cool they make a two-tone blue dial uh <laughs> pro yeah, diver as well they do. maybe i should do that maybe I should finally just give in
0: i didn't just i didn't know these were these were with the nh35 i thought it was something else but that's that's impressive i mean
1: some of them are quartz miota some of them i think are like other random automatics but there are some of these pro divers that have the nh35 it's really cool nice you know so that's 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 my that's my first pick <clears throat> i'm down what is what is your second pick I'm, I'm, I'm very
0: curious to hear this so for my second pick i actually chose a book um get <clears throat> out <laughs> yeah and the only reason i i did this is because i've you know, for his birthday and stuff, um, I've gotten him a lot of coffee table books because, nice. like I mentioned before, he's he's into cars and motorcycles, and you can finally you can find some nice coffee table books, you know, covering those subjects. Okay. Um, and the one that I chose is called "The Wristwatch Handbook: A Comprehensive Guide to Mechanical Wristwatches." Oh, cool. Um, The author is Ryan Schmidt. And, you know, if you do a search, there are a few articles um, kind of reviewing the book and showing you what it's all about. Um, There are two articles on a blog to watch that I can link to in the show notes. Um, But it's, it's an, from, from what I gather, it's a balance of technical text and just aesthetic, um, presentation of these watches. So it's a coffee table book Mm -hmm. in the sense that it has a lot of really beautiful photography, but if you want to get into the nitty gritty of how certain complications work and how certain movements work, that content is also within the book. Um, so it's, it's a nice balance. It's $57 and 80 cents on Amazon right now
1: not bad actually for coffee table book i feel like those things are usually like like but expensive
0: maybe it's maybe it's not traditionally a coffee table book i haven't seen it in person but it does seem like uh you know a larger book that you can put on a coffee table
1: realistically any book that ends up on a coffee table just turns into a coffee table book just
0: like correct there's a stack of (laughs) post-it notes on my coffee table right now coffee table book (laughs) exactly that's how easy it is I'll do a little flip <laughs> sketch, flippy thing, uh, little birds flying around.
1: Uh, we got—I gotta have like a bird invention with you, man. You, you're really up on these birds, dude.
0: It's because I'm all alone, man. My wife is gone. I just have You've my birds.
1: Gone, <laughs> literally gone feral. You've turned into a feral street animal. You're watching birds.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I think I think a lot of people buy watch books or watch coffee table books to just. Right. Basically never open them and seem smart and post them on Instagram, um, you know. And then there are also, you know, there's Watchmaking by George Daniels, which is, right. I mean, that's like taking my wife's Organic Chemistry 2 book and trying to read it for fun. Upside uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this this is kind of, from what I understand, uh, a nice balance of, you know, pictures and technical text
1: so that's pretty cool uh,
0: i feel my dad would enjoy it i've gotten him some some books before uh one on (laughs) harley motorcycles one on indian motorcycles um so i could i could see him enjoying this as well so that's why i picked this you know why
1: i like that also because it also has the element of a gift which is not necessarily the important thing being the thing itself but being out in the open on a coffee table Basically, the way I would sort of interpret it psychologically is every time your dad would walk by and see that book, he'd think of you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a good gift. And you, know? you also have to remember that if you look at our generation and our dad's generation, um they're they're the last generation of dads that still enjoyed taking a magazine to the crapper. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's smartphones for us now. That's funny as hell. Yeah, no, you're totally right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I grew up and there was like a stack of books, oh, you know, girl. in the bathroom. I mean, whatever. So I see oh, books, I think of my dad.
1: <laughs> that's perfect. No, you're, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right. And that is why I will never touch someone else's phone. If they're trying to show me, I'm like, oh look, oh, look at this picture. Right? No, 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 I'll <laughs> uh, you tell me what the picture looks like, and I'll just I'll just imagine it. I don't want to touch your fucking phone. Dude. I, don't, I think I, don't it, to I
0: it. think it was like BuzzFeed that did something like a swab test on like some somebody's phone or something, and it had the same same amount of bacteria that you get on like your toothbrush if you leave it in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, we live in a disgusting world, Kaz.
1: We are we are, we are we are we are. Fucked as a species. I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Where are the eyes of March, humanity. You know what I mean.
0: I keep my my toothbrush in a lockbox in the in the basement.
1: No, <laughs> I. There's a process, and like, because the whole thing is when you flush the toilet, the toilet goes everywhere, and like, that's what gets on your toothbrush, right? That's mm-hmm. like the thing. Yeah, there's yeah. an order of operations. The toilet is never engaged, never engaged, unless the seat is down, and you take two steps back, and you yeah. reach. And do the thing. You know That's what I mean? That's a, a good process. That is, the, that is one of the only. I, I don't even have a breakfast routine. All right. <laughs> but I have a toilet flushing routine.
0: Right into tvws.contact at gmail.com right now and tell us about your toilet routine. I don't want
1: to hear about any of y'all's fucking toilet routines.
0: I can see the subject lines right now toilet routine. hey guys (laughs) typing this from my toilet delete
1: I'm not even going to finish reading (laughs) delete (laughs) Uh,
0: so that's my second pick how about you
1: (laughs) so I got two more watches to talk about Okay, one of them I'm I'm, going to need your help on this because I'm trying to be conscious of time one of them is quirky and has history The other one is very similar to your first watch Um, in terms of it being like an outdoorsy watch. It's even Mm -hmm. part of the Timex line, so on and so forth. Which one should I talk about?
0: Let's talk about the one that's like the one I picked.
1: All right, here we go. Let's switch in tabs. Um, So for the second watch, it's actually sort of two watches. And it's funny because you mentioned the the Timex uh, Expedition line. This is also part of the Timex Expedition line but probably the more popular the Timex
0: Expedition Scout. All right. I think we I'm have glad I did this... not pick that one. <laughs> I think we I, have brought what's up? I brought this one up in dress watches under $65 as a controversial uh dress watch option.
1: I remember, I remember that. I yeah. I like this watch a lot for the same reasons why you like the um what was it called? The Timex Uplander? Uplander. I, yeah. I almost said Timex like 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 underdog <laughs> Which might actually be a really cool name for a Timex watch. Timex Mr Mr Mr. Mr. Clifford Timex the fourth, if you're listening. Take note. Take note, brah. Um so the Timex Expedition Scout, I like both the chronograph and the regular three hander, the forty millimeter. Um the forty millimeter is forty bucks. The chronograph is sixty bucks. Um they're both on Amazon right now. I like these watches because the same reason you like the Timex um Uplander, it's Very much like a weekend outdoors watch, put it on, you can do things, it's super, super legible, but what I love, particularly for the frame of this show, if you were to give a list of these watches to a family member, or son, daughter, you know, whoever was trying to buy a gift for you, if you are a father, um, if you give them this list, there will still be an element of surprise, because as a gift giver, you don't want the person to know what they're getting, you want them to be surprised. What I love about these Expedition Scout uh the Scout chronograph and the three hand the forty millimeter is there's so many options. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> On Amazon right now, the Time Expedition Scout Chronograph, um, it comes in six options. One of them is like 70 bucks, but it's it's not it's like the least cool looking one. So I guess that works out. But um there's six options for the chronograph from like blue dials, green dials, black case, white case, different straps and things like that. But there are an insane amount of options for the timex Expedition scout 40 millimeter 40 Mm. bucks there are hold on two four six eight ten twelve there there are 14 different variations of this watch if you give someone this link if they're like if they're if if they're just they're hounding you and like i don't know what to get you father's day father's day just give them this link and basically say i'm okay with anything on here everyone will win because the Timex expedition scout it's classic. It's quartz. It's forty millimeters. This thing is really, really killer. Twenty millimeter strap. So if you have a bunch of twenty millimeter straps already, you'll be fine. It has the really cool classic Timex Indigo, um, and as field watches, I like them because they have an interesting element of flair. Because the second hands on a lot of these, they're either going to be shaped interestingly and or they're going to be like a really fun color, like the main one here on this image. Um, the second hand is like this army green and it matches this army green strap. And funny enough, like the Raven Trekker we we're just talking about, the case is black. So it's a black case, army green strap, army green second hand, classic yeah. field watch dial. I think this thing is really, really cool. And it's, I feel like for some reason a watch like this is one of those watches that a lot of um, uh, watch guys, you know, obviously in this gym, the, 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 the essence of the show, fathers, will be looking at. They'll want to get. But they'll never actually pull the trigger because something else will come up or they don't really necessarily feel like justifying a 40 dollars watch right now or maybe they're just kind of hesitant about putting down the 40 bucks on timex on a quartz watch like this it's those Mm -hmm. types of purchases which i think make great gifts because those are really big surprises like oh man i i have this bookmarked i would look at it but for some reason i could never like make the jump and buy the watch you were yeah. kind enough to buy the watch for me. This is awesome. I though th- that type of element in gift giving, I think, is really important to keep in mind. Something that um, people always sort of like look at, but never actually end up purchasing for whatever, whatever reason, you know, whatever psychological reason. They don't think it matches anything else in their collection. They don't think there's a reason. Who needs a who needs a reason to buy a watch? Some people apparently do. You know what I mean? So that's why um, I like both of these. Um, particularly this Timex Expedition Scout, uh, the forty millimeter. I, I I I am sorry for bringing it up again. I know you brought it up in the last episode, but I I kept I kept coming back to it. You know, it's fun. It's a
0: fun watch. I thought about bringing it up for this episode. So,
1: oh sweet, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> I'm happy you chose the Timex the Timex underdog. Because
0: we did not talk about our choices before recording. <laughs> usually, realized.
1: usually we do. I feel like right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's we're just like ah, like, oh, like, hit record. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible week. Go. It has been a really,
1: it's been a pretty brutal week, but I'm happy. This is the best part of the week. Just, 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 just two cool dudes talking about watches, and I, and and I agree. throwing throwing out blowjobs, reshard meals. I agree. Got to pay my student loans, man. <laughs> Got that lockjaw. Sorry, I'll stop making blowjob jokes. Um, so if your first watch, Timex Uplander second one was the book by what was it uh, Robert Schmidt Richard Schmidt what was it Ryan Schmidt Ryan right. Schmidt um
0: what's the third item you got'm curious <clears throat> to hear this I'm a little ashamed of the third item um is it I a harness
1: it's a harness right
0: <laughs> I hope the audience can forgive me currently on Amazon now but've I've seen it priced for less but currently on Amazon now it is three dollars over our target. Sixty-five dollars.
1: Okay, I I'm mean, sorry. I'm sorry. It, it's okay. I think three three bucks. If you guys dig in your car long enough, you'll find enough quarters to accumulate three dollars. So yeah, I'll yeah. I'll allow it.
0: I'll allow it. Well, three dollars and ninety-eight cents. Ugh, whatever. <laughs>
1: You're not helping.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest. Good. That's
1: okay. I, I think I think it's still in the spirit of the show. Uh, the new name of the show is Father's Day Gift Giving Guide for Watch Enthusiasts. Under seventy dollars.
0: I'm sorry. Is it
1: more than seventy (laughs) dollars?
0: No, it's not more than seventy dollars. Okay,
1: good. Okay, good. So how it might go down?
0: It might go down by the time this publishes. Who knows? We'll see. Which 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 model is this? It's not a Parnas. Okay, good. Um, I was making sure. But uh, it's a Seiko Five. Oh, cool. And it's one that I feel was very popular, like four years ago. Okay. For people getting into watches but the little seiko fives that we have steal the spotlight a lot of times um and this is the seiko snk k27
1: oh i think i know uh here i'm typing in yes this is a cool watch i i i also entertain the idea of doing this watch as well here i'll i'll, I'll, I'll stop interrupting you
0: the only reason i like this one is because it steals the IWC Aquatimer Jacques Cousteau <laughs> colors. <laughs> Suck
1: it, IWC.
0: <laughs> uh, there's just something really cool about it. It's different from your typical Seiko five. Um, like I've mentioned before, my dad has a bunch of. He loves them and they're great. Like crusty old, you know, thirty-six millimeter Citizens and Seikos in his you know, drawer. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like this uh 38 millimeter Seiko 5 would be really cool for actual uh, dressy occasions because my dad is the kind of guy that would uh would probably wear this with a suit, you know? <laughs> nice. Um and it's it's cool, it's sporty, it's well sized. Um probably a 7S26 in here. I mean, of course. Um and it looks it just, like it. Yeah. yeah, it looks it looks different from from what you get with the usual uh, field watch slash pilot watch Seiko fives that everybody loves, and, and those are great. But um, you know, this comes with a bracelet. I, I think the I think the black dial Seiko five that we love the from the SNK series is like sixty three bucks right now on Amazon. Currently,
1: yeah, I believe so.
0: And for sixty-eight ninety-eight, you get this with a bracelet. So,
1: I, I like this watch particularly because it's it's so fun. The color yeah. combinations are really fun, but at the same time, with the bracelet, it's super wearable. It's not like it's this blue dial with yellow accents on like on like a crazy yellow and blue NATO. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. still you could still totally. Wear this as your dress watch, in my opinion. This, though, so yeah. it's this is definitely really, really cool choice. Happy to see that you chose this one. And I, and I think it is the 7s, um, two six. I'm just I'm just visually looking at the movement. It looks like, yep, I can actually see it, I can actually see it on the zoomed in view on the 7, rotor. <laughs> yep, 7s, two six, zero two, w zero, a four.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure the bracelet is fine. I mean, I, I think it's, it's probably the same thing that comes with my, um my Seiko 55 Fathoms I think they call it Um, the SNZ whatever it's called yeah yeah that one I I mean the bracelet is fine I I would like to find something nicer but um, you know the quality is not bad Uh, you know my dad would enjoy it the bezel is actually pretty polished so it's a little little dressier than your usual Seiko 5 yeah Um, but it's not stuffy it's it's um, no it's cool and this thing's got loom it's got loom. Yeah.
1: Looks like, and, and if it's anything like the loom on our on our Seiko SNKs, or little Seiko SNKs, it's good loom. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, my, it's, my, my,
0: that's not bad loom for 60-something bucks no, on no both Se- of
1: those. Seiko does not fuck around with that. Yeah. They do not. If I, if I find myself halfway down Marianas Trench wearing my SNK, I'll still be able to tell how long it is before a whale eats me. You know what I mean? <laughs> still be able to read the time as darkness descends upon me.
0: And you know, I'm not really sure uh, if a company like—I mean, you can certainly find Natos for this, but um, you know, the Strap Code make make 18 millimeter um, bracelets. I don't think so. I, I've seen 20, 22,
1: and 24. Last okay. time, last time I was there, I always—you know what's funny—is I always go on that website and I I I look. And I dream about eventually one day working up the the, the cojones, the huevos, the huevos rancheros, and just buying, buying the super engineer two for my for my blue mo. Oh, I don't know why I never it's a nice do. Nice combo. It's a gorgeous combo. I just I just I don't know why I don't I just I don't know why I don't do it. It's so stupid. You know what I mean? I just I go I look at it and then Google pictures. And I just I just never do it. But uh, sorry, I distracted. Um, I don't think I've ever seen an 18 millimeter bracelet on Strapcode.
0: Well, if they did make one, it would be awesome on this watch. And uh, that's it. That's my pick. That's my final pick.
1: Strapcode, we're looking at you. Make a bracelet for this $60 Seiko. The bracelet will probably cost as much of the watch. <laughs> Your move. Your move, <laughs> Strap Strapcode. <laughs> uh, looking at the time. All right. Are you ready, Michael? I'm ready. You know I couldn't do this without talking about a Russian watch, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually an interesting russian watch this is a brand that a lot of folk doesn't don't necessarily know too much about because it sort of is a russian watch can you hear my cat bell my yeah, cat i can bell hear in the that background yeah it's cute Sweetie, you're being you're being loud that's okay i love you um this is a Russian brand that a lot of people don't really know too much about or are really aware of because it sort of is a Russian brand. It sort of isn't a Russian brand. I'm gonna say this name wrong because I don't know how to say it properly, but I'm gonna spell it after I say it. The brand is called Luke or Luch, L-U-C-H. Have you heard the name before, Michael? No. So okay, uh, sorry guys. Quick history. Um, Luke or Luch? I'm gonna say Luch because Luke just mm, sounds odd. Luch. Um, the Luch watch brand is basically. It was started by Russia, but it was in Belarus during the time when um, the US, during the time when Belarus was part of the USSR. So before uh, Mm. Belarusian independence in like 1990 or something like that, obviously it was 1990 because that's from, or 1991, 92 because that's when the USSR fell, um, I think, but it was interesting because it was the first time that I can recall. Probably wrong, but I'm pretty that the first time I can recall that um Russian watch factory was made outside, technically, quote unquote, outside of Russia, still in the Star, but outside of Russia. It was made in the, I believe, the capital, so Minsk. Minsk? Minsk? Can't ever say it. M I N S K. Minsk. Minx. I think people say Minsk. Minsk? So the K so. is silent? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm to say Minsk. Um, they made the factory there in 1950. Now, here's what's really, really cool. So, we talk about Russian watches a lot in the show, and there's a really great history in Russian watches of um, movements basically, uh, you know, mecha- mechanical movements basically being unchanged. Um, Vostok's using the same movements they've been making for a long time, um, you know, iterating still on the 2 4 series. So, two four zero nine, two four one four, two four two six, 2414, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, those movements started in like the 70s. Um, Raketa... Technically, um, I, 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 they're still iterating on the two six or the yeah the two six line. Although I think it might be a little bit bigger, but you know that's now automatic and all that stuff. Um, the one thing people don't talk about that much is Luke. The Luke has been making basically this same movement since 1950, and it's um, the Luke 1800 1801 caliber. The reason this is super cool is because. That caliber is based off of um, a watch movement from the pencil watch factory, which started in 1930. But that watch factory started making its movement based off machinery it bought from Lip, a French company in the 30s, when Lip was was down on their luck and needed some cash. <laughs> they sold some some stuff to the Soviets. So that's just the lineage of this movement. The reason I'm kind of giving the lineage of this movement, and the reason I'm talking about for this episode, is because Russian watches seem to be something a lot of you guys are super interested in. I get questions all the time. It's super, super cool, but a lot of folks are kind of finding it difficult to figure out where to take the plunge or you kind of get decision paralysis. What better way to assuage decision paralysis than by having someone just buy the watch for you as a gift. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this Luke, this one I'm looking at in particular is really, really great. Has this really fun history. They're still iterating on this um, uh, uh, Luke 18 or Luch 1800 movement. The watch that I'm looking at right now is the Luch 1801 movement, but it's not just the guts of the watch that are interesting. This watch is also just quirky. I think gifts, like I said before, should be things that you find interesting, but maybe don't actually end up buying for yourself. And I don't know about you, but I'm always fascinated by single hand watches. I don't think I'm ever gonna get one. But I always have a fascination with one. And maybe one day I'll own one. I don't know. But Luke, Luch actually makes a single hand watch just like Meister. Um, I always fuck up their name. I still want to call them Meister Strudel. But that is 100% not right. Because, uh, because It's I always
0: going to be Meister Strudel. Let's I just feel, get that out of the way. I feel so
1: bad. What is your guys' is Meister Streister? What is it?
0: Meister. <laughs> Meister Strudel. That's it's it. Not,
1: it. It's not Meister Strudel. It can't be Meister Strudel. What's the name of that? fucking? Oh, whatever, dude. Meister Strudel. My, my strudel, uh, a parent company to toaster strudel, <clears throat> delicious, delicious pastries. Uh, hashtag pop tarts rule. Sorry. Um, was that? Did you ever have that like that that argument divide in school when you were growing up? Toaster strudels versus pop tarts.
0: I was always a pop tarts guy.
1: Same here, dude. You you you. Oh man, the 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 the, the bourgeois equal have you believe the toaster strudel is superior simply no. because if it's pastry, crispy crust. No, no bullshit. Pop tart no. is superior taste wise, visually aesthetic wise, it's easy to grab and go. You don't get
0: yep. fucking crumbs and shit everywhere. There's like um. an extra there's an extra package for like the the cream on the toaster strudel also.
1: Yeah, you got to do the, yeah and you have to apply it yourself. And listen, I don't need a nuclear there, there physics degree. There are still
0: plenty of vegan pop tarts also, so that's got really? covered.
1: Yep. I did not know that. That's that's yeah. fucking, that's, that's rock and roll, dude. Wow, Sorry. we got incredibly distracted. That's okay. <laughs> Okay. Damn you, Meister Strudel. Um, Meister, I can't remember the name, but there's a brand. Oh, God, I hope they're listening to the show. There's a brand that does single-hand watch. The single-hand watch, um, it's really cool. It's basically a watch. That sounds like exactly what it is. It's got one hand, um, but Looch has been doing a single-hand watch for a few years now. It still has this 1800, 1801 movement in it. Um, it's a really small movement. Like I said before, it was based off the Pencil Watch Factory movement, which was thereby based off of the Limp, the, the LIP, L-I-P, French movement. Um, the watch is really cool. It's only 56 bucks. And here's the thing, guys. It's on Amazon, okay? Mm. You don't have to go on eBay or anything or kind of feel weird. Huh. It's on Amazon. But here's my favorite part. Luch was really well, really well known for making particularly small watches. This watch is 36 millimeters without the crown. Hmm which I think is a really, really cool size. hand Handwine automatic. Um, it's got, um, the one here on eBay in the listing has Cyrillic on the dial, although I've seen some with English. I don't know which one. Um, I don't know necessarily if like, they just guess. I would assume since this one um, is the Cyrillic in the listing, it's Cyrillic here as well. Um, it comes, I was uh, I was doing some reading on the watch, so obviously, you know, anytime you get a watch that's like this price range, if it comes on a, on a quote-unquote leather strap, just throw it out. Uh, it's not going to be a good leather strap. So um, I'm anticipating um, whoever gets this watch, actually, I might, I might buy this watch, just, just, just to have it because it does seem pretty cool. Um, you know, 18 millimeters, most of us have 18 millimeter straps lying around. I think this is really, really fun. I think it's one of those watches that people are, would never take the plunge on, but as a gift, I feel like it would be really, really cool. So, it's also just I just think an interesting conversation piece. So, if you were looking to maybe get your dad something that you think would just be fun to talk about, or if if it's also entirely possible that you know, Slavophiles, Russian files, they are a real things. So it's the idea of people being in love with all things Slavic or all things Russian, <laughs> and you want this you want to figure out some way to sort of add to their to their you know slavic geekery this watch is a lot of fun it's yeah. quirky it still has this movement which has great ussr history um it's being made in belarus do you want to know the single weirdest thing michael about luch the watch factory it's still in operation um if it did stop it stopped for a little while uh after the fall but it's basically been doing what it's been doing since the 50s but do you know the weirdest thing about this watch brand that happened in 2010 no, Frank Mueller bought them. Oh, and I don't know why. No one knows why, and they're still owned by Frank Mueller. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> they're just they're extremely weird, right? I I don't know what sort of incensed Frank the, the the Frank Mueller to buy luch but technically they own them, but they didn't stop them from doing what they do. So you can even actually still go to the Lucha website. There's an English version. Um, there's a few versions of this single hand watch. There's a really classic white dial with the hand, but there's also some really fun like black dial with red accents and everything like that. Um, we'll have the links in there and everything like that. Check them out. Um, I think it's pretty cool if you're either a father who's not sure how to, you know, f- fend off the Huns who are desperate to give you a gift, or if you want to get a <laughs> gift for your father, you know what I mean? I don't know about you, Michael, but growing up, my my trying to figure out what to get for my dad as a child before I really understood how to get a gift for him, which is to not get a gift for him, trying to figure out what to get a gift get for that man
0: was so hard. He would never say what he wanted. <laughs> right? I just bought my dad that Seiko that I brought up. Oh, sweet. That Seiko 5? Literally right now. I just bought it on Amazon. I shipped it to him. Yay! Congrats. <laughs> so, Dad, so if you're cool. listening, keep an eye out for the package. Keep an eye <laughs> for the package.
1: Hope you enjoy it. Take risks, shots. Yeah. Hashtag take risks, shots. But um, but yeah, those are those are my three. Try to sorry, just burped again, didn't burp into the mic. Tried to get a really interesting mix in there. I love the fact that we both chose Timex, but I love the fact that we also just both chose things that we didn't anticipate. I did not anticipate you choosing a book. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. But um, I think in terms of, like, a a, a a a group of offerings, this is really, really good. Um, I had some honorary mentions that were over 65 that um, we'll put in the show notes. Uh, there was, like, a really cool sort of, like, dressy, um, I think it was, like, a Citizen Eco Drive. And it yeah. had, like, faux, like, CZ <laughs> diamonds in there or whatever. And, like, oh. I could totally see, like, someone saying, my dad really needs a dress watch, but he's definitely not one of these, like you know, just regular three-hander watches, he would probably like something quote-unquote blingy, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So um, did you have any honorary mentions? No. Oh, nope. super, super cool. <laughs> super cool. I think I think we've done the topic justice. Obviously, there's so much more that we can talk about. We're looking forward to hearing your guys' opinions on these watches that we chose. If you think there's maybe another watch under 65 bucks we didn't choose. Um, I, I will say also I kind of like specifically did my best to avoid like the usual like Castillo DW lines and, and things like that. Um, so obviously all those are great options as well, whether it's the classic DW 5600 or like one of the other ones, you know what I mean? Um, whole host of really fun watches in the Castillo line, but wanted to try and do some uh, some fun stuff here. But interested to hear you guys' thoughts and opinions on the stuff that we chose. Um, just to recap, um, the first watch I talked about was the Invicta Pro Diver. Please refrain from flinging fruit in my direction. Um, check out the watch objectively. Watch has a lot to offer that I think people are just really difficult, they really have difficulty seeing because they can't pass the name. Um the second watch that I talked about was the um Timex Expedition Scouts uh chronograph and the 40 millimeter fun, really classic, lots of different dial varieties and colors. And this third watch I talked about was the uh this Luch single hand watch powered by the 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 incredibly timeless 1800 <laughs> uh manual wind fifth manual wind fifteen jewel movement. Um Michael, recap for people, your picks.
0: Yeah, so my first pick was the Timex Expedition Uplander, fun weekend dive style watch with orange accents, really sporty, 44 millimeters, very cool, Nice, typical Timex Expedition um, build quality. Uh, Second pick was the Wristwatch Handbook by Ryan Schmidt, a comprehensive guide to mechanical wristwatches. Really fun balance between a classy coffee table watchbook and a technical-focused watchbook. And my final pick, which I literally just purchased right now, was the (laughs) (laughs) Seiko SNK K27 uh, Seiko 5 with slightly more um, design flair with blue and orange. I mean, sorry, blue and yellow accents, uh, like the IWC Cousteau Aqua Timer. So... Uh, those are my picks, and we're excited to hear what you guys choose if you uh, decide to get your dad's something. Watch yeah, definitely,
1: definitely, let us know. It's I'm uh, really looking forward to hearing from you guys. Um, to wrap this episode up, there are a couple things, um, sort of housekeeping things. One housekeeping thing, one just like news events thing that we wanted to talk about. Should I talk about the housekeeping thing first? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so basically, um, people have been asking us to do this for a long time. Um, people have been like recommending it seeing if we were open to it everything like that and um we didn't do it for a while because i think we weren't really sure like how we felt about it but after so many people suggested it as a way to support the shows uh basically michael and i have done is we've signed up for um uh, amazon affiliates so basically we are amazon affiliates and the way that works is if you use one of our like amazon affiliate links which like doesn't it doesn't you don't do anything extra it doesn't cost extra you just click the link if you make a purchase on amazon using our affiliate link um we get basically like a finder's fee for your um order you can kind of just see it as amazon donating to our show because you shopped there through the link so the thing is it doesn't cost anything extra it's basically a finder's fee that amazon pays your items don't cost extra and people have been asking us about it for a long time because they love the idea of wanting to support the show which which is incredible all you guys are are, are incredible and beautiful and we we don't well i, I don't deserve people as nice as you guys in my life michael does michael michael's the good one which is fun <laughs> no. it's easier this way it's easier this way michael trust me all right <sighs> um but you but the, the the biggest impediment was you know uh uh, i'm not in a place like necessarily financially to like donate to a show and that's that's totally cool like that makes total sense to us it's a it's a free podcast as far as we're concerned you know what i mean yeah um but in the same voice a lot of folks were like but if you guys had amazon affiliates i could just do my normal amazon shopping or my normal amazon auto ship stuff and you know uh through the through your affiliate link and you guys would basically just get like that that finder's fee like amazon would pay you guys because you know I shopped there, so on and so forth. So that's why we did it. Um, uh, the links that are going to be in this show notes for this episode, they will be Amazon affiliate links. We'll we'll make it very clear which ones are the Amazon affiliate links. The way I think we're going to do it is the links will have um an asterisk next to them, and the asterisk will correspond to um some copy in the footer, and the copy in the footer will then go to a um like a like a general landing page just explaining what the whole Amazon affiliate process is. But um, just wanted to call that out and let people know that that will you know that will be there as just another option to donate. That's really no extra cost to you. Oh, and the thing, I, I don't know if I, uh, I iterated this. You, you don't even have to buy the thing the link is for. So if you click right. the link for Mike's that Seiko um, SNK that Mike talked about, you don't even necessarily have to buy that Seiko SNK for us to get that finder's fee. You could just buy anything on Amazon as long as it's within 24 hours of clicking on the link and you don't like clear your cookies and clear your history in that time frame. You know what I mean? So, um, just throwing that out there. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, cause I just, I really, really want to make sure it's not like this weird, like, I don't understand what the hell this is. Is it Like, you know, I don't... if you have any questions, totally feel free, um, to just reach out and ask happy to explain it. Like, um, in any way that would just be just clarifying for folks and everything like that. So, um, and that's something we're going to try and utilize on the website, just more Amazon affiliate links, just because it's a, it's a very little effort and you guys don't have to do anything extra. And it's just another one of those ways for you to just do what you normally do. And in the process of doing what you normally do, which is buying on Amazon, which is what everyone does now. I literally had to, I had, to I had to like buy like pet stuff on Amazon before I got here, you know, um, yeah, you can buy just, diapers and still support us. You can buy <laughs> diapers and still and still support the show so um just wanted to call that out put that out there um really appreciate everyone for bringing that to our attention and again if you have any questions let us know last order of business it's been a really sad week yeah this week that we're recording the week um we're recording this episode on friday june 8th from the past so this past week looking back it's been a really really rough week man you know what i mean um sad week yeah. Sad week, particularly because today we found out. And the only reason we're bringing it up is because we brought this guy up on the show before, and I know a lot of you guys are like, are like us, are, 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 are you know, grew up watching his programs. But Anthony Bourdain ended up um, dying. He killed himself. Yeah. Um. Today, I think technically June eighth. Yeah. Um. Really sad. Really, really heavy. Uh, definitely a shame. He was a watch guy. Um. His show was super, super cool for me. Like my buddy and I in high school. Um. We were we had a ritual of just like catching up whenever a new episode of no reservations came on like travel channel or whatever. And like, we would order a pizza. We would get a whole box of Oreos. We would sit on these like lazy boy recliners and we would just, just hang out. And we would watch the, like the, the, the old episode before the new episode. And then the other old episode after it. And like, that was our thing. And eventually I lost touch with that friend because everything ends. Um, but like that thing with Bourdain, that connection, like still, still definitely, you know, was, uh, was there caught up with all the shows and everything like
0: that. And, um,
1: Dude, did you did you ever catch any of his shows or read any of his books or anything like that, dude? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah,
0: and that. it's it's interesting because he he embodies like uh or embodied a really specific sort of dad spirit, um, which yeah. I thought was appropriate for this show. Yeah. As definitely. well, you know, he was a watch guy. seemed very down to earth. Uh, even on Reddit, some people kind of came up saying like I worked with the guy like directly, and he was just he was always fun and down to earth and and kind. Um, you know, and, and this stuff is kind of, it's heavy whenever it happens. Um, but you know, my wife and I, even as people that aren't interested in eating all this like weird stuff all the time, we still enjoyed the shows because he kind of, he brought the world into your living room, uh, in a very so specific way. Yeah, yeah. Very entertaining. Um, seemed like a cool guy, uh, had, had some nice tags and I think pannerized and, and stuff. And, um, you know, it's just—it's kind of—it's kind of sad to see that happen. And uh, we thought it would be cool to maybe dedicate this little spot uh, in the episode to him. Yep, so, totally. Yeah.
1: What I want to also kind of just point out is the idea, and in moments like these where we can really get really good perspective as well. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I am technically guilty of having done this. Either I think I did—I did it on air. I just kind of did it in my head. It's so easy, and it's so human to see someone. Who who's on television? So let's take obviously Bourdain for example. And like you know, he has the technically had you know the best job in the world. Got to travel, see all these cultures. People, millions of people loved him. Successful, creative career with writing. Successful, you know, uh, cooking career. Um, Got to buy all these cool watches. Got to experience the most incredible things in life. And it's so easy for us to kind of be in a situation. You know, in our homes, in our day jobs, and just be like, man, I wish I wish I had that, that guy's life. Like, that guy must have everything figured out. And I, I I could have sworn I've said that on the show, like, you know, like, oh, Bourdain's got everything figured out. He's got plenty of money and all that whatever stuff, you know what I mean? That perspective, I mean, what just happened with him choosing to take his own life? I mean, it's, it's wrong to see someone and assume that everything is great. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it doesn't it just not how that's not how it works. You can't judge how someone is based off the hour episodes you digest of their television persona life. And the only reason I bring it up is because like I said, I had done that before. I'm like, oh man, it'd be so cool if I were him. Um just wanted to say, you know, uh just be careful with that kind of stuff, you know. Just because something looks great, something might be perceived as great, doesn't mean that the actual like individual person, you know, isn't necessarily like suffering suffering with their own demons or anything like that so yeah just wanted yeah. to dedicate this spot to to you know uh, Bourdain and all the happy memories and everything like that he gave us and um yeah yeah Good you stuff.
0: never you never know um i'm personally gonna have a little you know Bourdain marathon tonight by myself my wife's not here so i'm gonna gonna sit down and see what's on uh amazon or netflix i think there's there's some of them some of his stuff is on there so um
1: yeah i think a lot of the parts unknown episodes are on netflix <clears throat> um yeah. i think a lot of the no reservation episodes are on like illegally quote unquote i think they're on daily motion
0: mm. okay
1: you know what i mean so that's where i watched a bunch but yeah. but yeah, yeah good and
0: stuff. and also um you know we talk about suffering and silence guys if uh you or anybody you know um needs to talk to anyone there are resources out there there's the national suicide prevention hotline that's Mm -hmm. 1-800-273-8255 um you should always try to talk to somebody and uh, we hate to end the episode on kind of this sad note but um you know we've we've talked about anthony before and uh um made a lot of references to his adventures and the watches he wore so you know this, I, I feel like it hit us both kinda hard today.
1: <laughs> I, I will say I think one of my favorite quotes, and it was a funny quote, and that's why I want to say it, is um it was on one of the later New Reservation episodes and he was in I think it was season five and he was in Mexico and so he was um he was like he was like doing this like sparring match or whatever with these like like with this like luchador guy and the guy like body slammed him and like he came in on the narration he goes and he goes he goes, Oh great, I'm gonna be crapping bone chips for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> that shit always made me laugh man yeah <laughs> so like yeah. so like if i if i like if i slip or if i hit my knee you know becky will hear me say oh crap i'm bone chips for a week now because she was there when i, when I watched the episode so yeah. um yeah definitely good for the laughs but um but yeah should we start rounding out the episode
0: yeah yeah th- those are our father's day picks uh i can't wait to hear from you guys and um yeah i think it's a good time to say goodbye all right man here you you
1: you Well, just to recap thank you guys again for sending us to fucking hong kong we're gonna be there we're trying to figure out logistics um you know paying for everything and then figuring all that stuff out and then we'll let you guys know what the agenda is it's gonna be super super cool um i'm not coming back i'm gonna stay there
0: i might stay there too
1: uh, t- t- we can stand it together. That's perfect. <laughs> with, hey, our <laughs> together
0: with our tattoos.
1: We can stand it together with our with our with our with our bloods and crypt Seiko tattoos. Which would do you wanna get a Seiko tattoo or an Orient tattoo? Let's draw the line right now.
0: I might do Seiko. Sorry, man. I'll do Seiko too, it's okay. I don't, it's fine. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I like Seiko. But okay. <laughs> Here, you <laughs> you start the sign off, I'll jump in.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz, you have been listening to two broke watch snobs. Later.